A nudnik, a real bum. The bad clowns freak him out. This is the... Theme song of the podcast of the movie of the uncle of the nephew who's a dreamer and he cannot keep a job. We watch the... Movie by the minute and we talk about what's in it but we want it to be different so we added two more seconds. It's UHF 62. Uh, 60 second. UHF 60 second. I know. Welcome to Minute 20 of UHF 60 second. The podcast, the only podcast, where we look at the movie UHF 62 seconds at a time. My name is Jonathan Carlisle and my other host is... David Johnson. That's true. I always feel weird saying co-host. What about you? Uh, evidently not, because that's what I called you, uh, last episode. I relegated you to co-host. You have not, I, I do not grant you the title of host, apparently. <laughs> that was my passive-aggressive, uh... Oh, really? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Live and on the air! Ladies and gentlemen, this may be the last episode. <laughs> minute 20. We made it. We're done. <laughs> uh, so yes, minute 20, before we get into it, minute 20 starts... Our 60, 62, our 20th section of 62 <laughs> seconds starts with RJ asking if Stanley cleaned up, and it ends with RJ cleaning up. <laughs> does it, though? Or does it end with uh, uh, George making an entrance? Shh. Shh. Okay. All right. Well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Although, if, if I'm ignoring the last two seconds of our 62-second chunk, then what are we doing here? what are we even doing yeah it does start we we have stanley in the room rj is going at it and he asks him he he calms down a bit were you here last night did you clean up did you see stuff you know getting down we we know he's getting frustrated but he's smoothing things out yeah he does the uh kind of the leading the witness kind of thing that the lawyers do where they ask a series of simple questions that they already know the answer to and then they hit you with one that you don't you know how to know how to respond to Right, and there's nobody in the room to call out objection because they don't care. <laughs> I hope you checked. <laughs> I guess I that's how often are we supposed to do this? I I that was a, like a little um, tip of the hat to the guys over at Star Wars Minute who kind of pioneered the format of reviewing films sixty seconds at a time, which is not what we're doing here. <laughs> right, so <laughs> back on track. Yeah, how, how, how do you want to approach? Like this, this minute is pretty much this, uh, and then some reaction. And that's what this whole minute is. So uh. Right. So one thing that's I was talking to um, former guest of the show, Tom, uh, earlier today, and he was actually relating a story to me that I was like, yeah, that's that's kind of weird. His he has a young son who uh, I guess is sometimes a little forgetful and um, forgot his homework, lost his homework and uh, was blaming it on that the janitor at the school had thrown it away. And, uh, yeah. And Tom was like, that doesn't make any sense because, you know, certainly a janitor at a school would know what homework looks like and would never throw it away, you know? Um, and, and Tom said he went on to use the example of, uh, you know, UHF, which is because his son is also a weird elf fan. He's like, you know, you don't want to get that janitor fired. Like Stanley got fired. (laughs) (laughs) But, the, you know, yeah, it does make sense. Like a janitor, certainly, if anybody knows the difference between something that has value and something that doesn't have value, it's going to be a janitor. You know, they're tasked with uh, throwing things out or, or keeping things or straightening things up. Like he would know if there was something missing from that desk, he would know it was the stapler. 
you know, back in the days of uh, yore when we went to school, you know, a lot of times it was like Stanley. It was a, a personal janitor who was at the location and that was their job. And when you do that, you can get a, a sense of loyalty or pride in, in your job and where you do it because that's where you do it. I know <laughs> at least at different times they've gotten away from that and they basically hire services to come in. They're just traveling from school to school doing doing these these things or might have got a disgruntled custodian. Just saw this kid's homework and was like, hmm, should have kept it in your locker. I don't know about that, but I, I like the idea of, of a wandering band of custodians traveling from school to school. <laughs> Have you ever been a janitor or a custodian? You know, officially I've done maintenance, but not custodial. Although sometimes those lines get get blurred pretty well. But I will tell you, I considered being a janitor, taking pride in in my work and and doing it at a place and keeping that place spick and span. I'm just going to live my life and do this thing. Uh, So I have considered it, but that's a long, long answer to say no. I uh, did a brief stint as a janitor uh actually in high school my senior year of high school i'm second guessing myself now it might have been the year after i graduated high school no i was in high school sorry yep i would go in uh after school to a factory type situation and and clean the front offices and then do some uh cleaning around the factory in certain areas that's a very boring story so um I will leave you with this story that uh, when I um, I've mentioned this before a couple of times that I worked at Burger King, this was prior. And uh, one of my first days at Burger King, um, they told me to get the mop that I needed to mop up the floor in the walk in freezer. If you don't know what happens when you get a a wet mop and uh, splat it down on the floor in the walk in freezer, what happens is, is the mop sticks to the floor (laughs) and then you get laughed at by everybody. Someone double dog dare you, didn't they? No, Triple I just it was like a you know sixteen year old kid and didn't really think about it or know about it. They set me up, you know. Um, sure. So so that's a thing that you can uh, you know if you have a walk in freezer in your place of employment and you have somebody new and young, uh, you can tell them they need to mop the walk in freezer and then sit back and watch the fun. Please tell me that you with your Kramer hair, when you slap that mop down and it froze. Did you shout, my mop? <laughs> no, and I, I didn't have the Kramer hair yet. The Kramer hair was oh. later on. I had like the, the long bangs and the buzzed uh, back kind of thing going on. Ladies and gentlemen, I am now uh, completely bald. Well, not completely bald. I kind of have the horseshoe thing going on. And currently I'm growing out a skullet, actually. So I've, <laughs> I've had a variety of hairstyles. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do, how do you think that... How do you think Stanley got this job? I think that he probably inherited this job from his father. Like, I, I doubt he's actually, like, on a payroll. Like his father probably worked here, and then when his father got too old to, to wield the mop, Stanley just started taking over, and they probably don't even know his so name. Are you, are you saying for, for better or for worse that Channel 8 is just a, a, just a big family business? Yeah, I I guess there's nepotism at all levels in in this uh, operation. Do you think this mop is like his dad's mop? Uh, Well, it's it's my mop. It's his mop, you know. Yeah. Um, Now. Yeah, it was gifted to him. Well, uh, you know, not anymore, pal. But uh, buddy. Buddy. Is it buddy? Oh, buddy. I can't believe I'm even allowed to. Roasted. (laughs) 
Um, I no, I, I bet I think his dad probably saved up and and got him his own mop. You know, but he still got a. Apparently, you have to attach your own hand pad, which I guess that would be custom because I mean, people are different sizes, their arms are different lengths, so you, you'd want your hand pad where where you're gonna need it. You do want your hand pad where you're gonna need it. Um, so uh, Stanley gets fired, and uh, yeah, you know, um, this is our RJ showing Donald Trump how it's done here. I mean, he really gets <laughs> fired. He's very free with the insults, and they just keep coming. Like, you're a worthless human being. You're fired. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's when he learns his name. Yeah, his first name. he doesn't even name, know yeah. his name. Yeah. He's like, Stanley. Stanley Spadowski. Yeah, he does. And he brings them in, you know, with like, may I call you Stanley? And that that reminds me, I was going to share another story of a classic firing of a guy that got let go over the boss uh, came up to him and Mike, how many years have you been uh, working here? And, and Mike said, uh, 25 years now. He's like, wow, I don't know how we'd ever do it without you, Mike, but starting today, we're going to find out how. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, pretty brutal. That makes me think that, you know, as employees, a lot of people have like the rage quit fantasy, like like you were talking about last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do people that get into management positions? I know th- I know people that are in those positions that do not like that firing part of it. But are there people that have the 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 rage fire fantasy? There's certainly a, a, a premeditated. Sl- yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good descriptor. Uh, I don't even like thinking about that. I'm super uh, un- non-confrontational uh, by nature, except for when it comes to letting you know that you're only a co-host and you have not achieved full host status, <laughs> apparently. But but I'm sure that there's nothing, there are... there's, there's nothing wrong with the word co-host. Now, I noticed that you're saying co-host and not co-host. Should, should it be co-host? Co-host. Co-host. <laughs> Maybe the O is silent. One of the O's is silent. Cost. <laughs> is it a soft, like a soft? <laughs> uh, at least I think the C and the H don't really come together completely because the O is maybe silent, but it still creates that space. Mm, yeah. So it's not, it's not chost. It'd be like a prost? No. Where'd the P come from? All right. Well, that's a, <laughs> wouldn't you like to know? Um <laughs> You're fired. So, yeah. So the firing, you know, and then he carries on with the, get out, get out. <laughs> and it's it's very, um, you know, the hand gesture with the one finger kind of limply raising into the air. It's very, uh, uh, I can see um, Ian McKellen as uh, Gandalf, you know, telling Pippin or Merriweather, you know, to, after they've bungled something up, you know. I don't know. It just seems very um, Shakespearean in, in its delivery of the get out part of that. It does. Now that I've actually seen it, it does uh, seem to harken back to the uh, body snatchers. Oh, uh, yeah. Then we have another fun Stanley bumbling moment where he he bumps the door on his way out and then it shuts behind him and he thinks that he's outside the door. Yeah. He turns around. and <laughs> you, I just like that the, the people are. People are, yeah, I I have been known to do this whenever I struggle with a door, if I'm pushing rather than pulling, or anytime I have trouble opening a door, I've been known to say mutter that under my breath. What do you think he was gonna say? <laughs> That's a good question. Like he just got 
he just got fired. It wasn't like it wasn't like the first thing out of his mouth was what am I going to do or he was just it almost seemed like maybe this has happened before. He's just like, ah, I'll just let him cool down. It's like people are <laughs> Yeah, maybe he has been fired many times from this place, but since he's not actually on the payroll and since he, you know, lives here probably. Is there anything to analyze that when we first saw George, you know, like for real, not his not his imaginations, but we first saw George for real. He he got fired, but he got fired because he wasn't doing a job. And Stanley's getting fired. Well, I guess he got fired because it was imagined that he didn't do the job, but he, he does yeah, do the job. Stanley's a scapegoat in this situation. Yeah. And we do find out in this minute, so I guess we can talk about that. Yeah. That uh, that Stanley Stanley did his job. He he did not lose the two months of intensive research. Yeah, yeah. No. He didn't even lose that stapler. He he knew that was there, even though it was missing, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so RJ sits down, finds the file underneath his his bum. Where it's been the whole time. I have to say that um, that little foley or sound effect when he sits down um, kind of grosses me out. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I can't say I know what you're talking about. There's like a we'll little sound, uh, like a little sweetened sound when he sits down in that chair. That's... Sweetened. <laughs> sweetened. <laughs> you know what I mean. Could it, could it perhaps just be like the imagined sound of the leather squeaking as he sits? No, uh-uh. It's like a no. there's like a slight um paper crinkle. I'm going to need you to make the sound for me. Uh-uh. <laughs> See there, that sound. Wow, that was really good. Yeah. You that's really and, pulled that out. Yeah. I don't react nearly as intensely as like nails on a chalkboard, but it's just like a sound that I I don't like to hear and I don't know huh. why. It's very weird and silly. Well, I probably didn't notice that because then the next thing we hear is RJ laughing and then everybody else joins in. And that's what I remember <laughs> in the audio. <laughs> exactly. You, you you did that one very well, too. Thank you. Now, every, everybody's laughing, but I don't know. Can we? I guess we could probably hear the other guys, but I just my brain does not hear anybody else except for RJ Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Like he doesn't even he doesn't <laughs> the other guys at least look like they know how to fake laugh but <laughs> Junior just doesn't. Yeah, know. he comes off as a complete alien in that moment. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, um, we just get a, a moment of uh, George walking up to a door, except for not really because that ruins the intro. Yeah, we don't care about the last two seconds. Uh, never, never ever do we care about the last two seconds on this show. Uh, just a quick note, uh, based on the commentary, this was the moment when Weird Al, again, says the address, although this time not as specific, um, but all of these uh, these inside shots, the Channel 8 and the Channel 62, were filmed in the Kensington Galleria. Have we already said that before? We have not. No. Go ahead. Go Kensington for it. Galleria. Yeah. It, uh, he says it was at 71st and Lewis, uh, which is very easy to find. As far as those two roads and where they meet, I will have to say that at least as far as 2019, Google searching goes, uh, I'm not sure if the building even still exists or if they've majorly renovated it because I could not figure out exactly where this is. My two months of intensive research could be wrong. Could be wrong. Could be right. You guys, have you gone to UHF62ND.com, otherwise known as of 60second.com you should and you should go look at the map uh because it's super cool 
and you should read the Big Boy blog and see what's going on with Big Boy. And you should also, um, so I, Jonathan, I'm, in case you haven't noticed, I'm going to, I'm going to launch into some social medias and things like that. Did you have, do we have anything else for a minute 20, episode 20? 20, of course, is a multiple of 10. Yes. Which is a, a nice number. Yes. You know, we, we use the base 10 system. I like it. Uh, it's also an even number. I prefer evens over odds. I don't know if that has come up, but I'm sure it won't be the last time that that comes up in this podcast. Well, uh, visit the aforementioned website and try not to get fired. Ah!